We're learning the article by Bala Sulam, the meaning of conception and birth, when we're in the title, two contractions, partial and general, opposite them, two expansions. Bala Sulam says, the blood is the soul. It is so because the red color needs the white color to connect to it. And then it is called blood. Before it has permanently joined it, it is not regarded as blood, because at that time there are lying and rising in it. This is so because its nature is odem, two Hebrew words that mean or blood. And then irregular rising is painted in it, which is only called the color odem, redness, from the words, be still for the Lord. For this reason, the color falls from it again, and it becomes white, colorless, which is irregular lying, resting. When the two join, they become tendons of life's blood. When the two become tendons of life's blood, making the contradictions in it. One becomes the living soul, meaning the O is cut from the Odem, red, leaving dumb blood permanently. And yet, the lying and rising that were before, now they can join in this blood. Hence, we discern two kinds in blood, red and white. That is, the same red and white that were operating one at a time before have now conjoined and made this blood, which is called a living soul. Know that this is the meaning of the partial contraction and the partial expansion, which are called nefesh, soul, and ruach, spirit. However, that light which made the expansion, the partial of the soul, is a general, wonderful upper light. For this reason, it fills and complements every kind of contraction inscribed in that structure. It is known that there was already white in that body in the part that is unfit to receive the odem color, red, since of the redness were robbed and fell when they joined together in vain, etc. For this reason, once the light completed the first expansion of the light of the above-mentioned living soul, it, refill, it, ref, it refills that old contraction that was made in it initially. 
This is what is called general expansion or tendons of the brain extending from the red material whose form has been completely wiped away. This is the, the meaning of what is written and breathed into his nostrils. In Hebrew it is written noses. Two noses. First a nose of red, white. Second a nose of the white that is completely wiped away. And the man became a living soul. First out of the red-white nose, which is the blood and the first expansion, but finally it was the soul of life because it expanded in the second nose of the wiped-away white as well, which is the soul and is regarded as gar. You should also know that the first expansion of tendons of blood relates to the bottom, bodily brain, called marrow. There, operating without one's awareness, since the intermediate state from the first nose to the second nose is the time of nurturing of missing word here, and then the light works completely without one's awareness, for he has not attained his soul. And the second expansion in the tendons from marrows kept for it as the second oppositeness, which is called the second nose, is the relation of the upper brain. Missing word here to the three mochin that operate consciously in him. This is called missing word. We see how he brought it very briefly about things that we have no idea what it, they relate to. And how it's written in such an unclear manner and how it was brought to us in such a um, convoluted manner. I know where it comes from. I have a, the original photocopy of the these big pages he was writing it on. And I couldn't feel anything. I, I, I photocopied it and I delved into them and I wanted to scrutinize it. It's very difficult. Meaning, he wrote it from his direct impression without translating it to lower degrees that are closer to us. And he just wrote it to himself. Just like sometimes we write a few notes for ourselves, but we refer to actually big things. And this is, this text is really concealed. So there's not much to actually ask about here. What do you want to ask? Uh, I don't understand. Kiev, quickly. 
Да, дорогой Раф, но вот несмотря на то, что он, как вы говорите, писал напрямую, здесь, ну, видно, какая-то система. Even though, as you say, he wrote it very directly, we see there is a method here. Of course, it writes about the upper system, how it operates on us and how we operate on it. Because what else can he write about? But other than the Creator and the created being and the connection between them. What does a Kabbalist discover when he describes this? Does he discover some general phenomena? Yes, yes, he wants, again, I'm telling you again, he wants to explain to us to what extent are we being cared for by the upper force. What does the upper force want from us? How do we influence it? And how, in return, it influences us? This is all of reality. There's nothing more than that. There is a system of Adam, and then there's the Creator. Adam includes all of the still vegetative animate and speaking, all the worlds, everything we can imagine, but the Creator. This is all of it is called Adam. And this entire system is corrupted intentionally. It was corrupted in a special way so that in the correction of the system, we can approach the Creator, we can equalize ourselves to Him and connect to Him. There's nothing more than that, really. So there's a general desire Every Kabbalist probably had this feeling of a ten, and within it he feels all this phenomena in the feeling of the ten? No, it's more than that. But yes, from the ten and beyond, but the ten becomes uh, the ten original sfirot from which he continues to develop further. But first of all, that. Without a ten, we cannot move, we cannot utter a single word, we cannot make a, any spiritual movement. First of all, it's the ten. Kabi 3. What is the difference between Nefesh and Roi? It means soul and spirit. Thank you, Rav. Nefesh means nefisha, stillness. It's, it's kind of a force you attain without movement. Ruach is already when you're able to move, to make a, a spiritual movement. And accordingly, you're able to attain the Creator in such a way that He's changing. Yes, good morning, Rav, good morning, friends. I can't say I understand what it says here, but we all the time see two opposites. For instance, he says that with rising and uh, lying down, they connect again in this blood. My question is, he writes about these two opposites, like hatred and love. So what's the thing here? And it helps us advance when he talks about opposites. Why does he talk about opposites all the time? Opposites. We all attain a thing from its opposite quality. That's why the Creator created the will to receive, which is opposite to Him. 
opposite to the will to bestow. And we, to the extent that we draw in forces and we build in us a certain system of bestowal inside of us, and then inside of us we're assembling the image of the Creator called our soul. According to this form, to this uh, intensity, to this level, you can say that we are on a certain spiritual level. We begin to be included of this structure called a soul and from a light, the light that is called a soul. And according to the light of the soul that we attain, of, of the neshama, we also attain the lights of Chaya and Nechida, which is above us, which is really from the Creator that is clothing in us. That's how we need to see the situation. But uh, after all, the system is not so confused and difficult to grasp. After all, we have to try to reach connection because in the connection we attain everything. We are built to advance towards degrees of attainment, understanding, of feeling. We just have to pay attention to it more and more. Hold on. So what's our role? We, we should turn these opposites back to something whole, something like that? We don't have to turn anything to anything. Our goal is very simple, to be connected, and for that, to constantly bring ourselves to the Creator. So, He would correct things, He would help us connect, He would establish the Arvut between us. That's what we need. Thank you. Our next, another excerpt. Oppositeness between head and body. It has been explained that in the tendons from the marrow, the red is on the right. This is the color and the being that is formed on this paper. The white is the complete left. For the second nose is also erased from it. And even the color disappears from it, so that the red is the being and the white is the absence. The opposite of it is blood tendons, since the red is the left, meaning O, that has been joined in advance and as river or maybe. Conversely, Although the white is lying, this image still becomes right and rising. For this reason, it is an eternal soul, which no longer needs color. And the red color that remains and is inscribed in advance has now been put to the left in Gvua. It is called Dam, blood, without the O of the Odem, of the red, so that the white on the right, for it is not needed, and the red color will not occur in it, 
And the red is regarded as left, only gvua, which is called blood, dam. Here you need to understand that the Rishimo, the recollection of the above-mentioned red in the first nose, and their tendons, which rose to the left, after the second nose regarded as a soul, is erased and permanently passes away from this structure. For this reason, the head, the brain, is white without any red at all. So tell us, uh, using these very high words, very short words, that everything is arranged for correction, all the red and black, all the colors disappear and finally is becoming white, the force of bestowal. I mean, it's not speaking of color, but of the force of bestowal that will ultimately be revealed from all the different discernments. Of course, this is all relative to the attaining person, where after all the corrections that we make, all the different colors, different actions, different discernments, but gradually, beyond everything, we reveal the will to bestow against the upper light, in the upper light. And Ibu, conception. Ibu, conception. During pregnancy, the fetus is just like a plant. Its movements are not regarded as movements of life, since the movements are done by its mother, of which the fetus is a part. Its environment is called abdomen, and the mother is the boundary of the environment that is cast upon him. And it eats what its mother eats, etc. And the birth begins with the head. Next. The essence of life. Knowing the living is the self-essence. Movement is defined by contraction. See above. For no creation can extend its boundary even as a hair's breadth. This extends from the head, for there the giving of this power is restricted to slightly less than its boundary regarding the question. You should know that as long as another force contracts it below its size, this does not make the inanimate animate. Rather, it must contract of its own. But how can this be while it is still inanimate? This requires a prayer to be rewarded with the upper force. By that we can understand the concealed under the surrounding light and the meaning of the verse, For man shall not see me and live. For the living can move, and if it still cannot contract, then it is not alive, but still. This is the meaning of the verse, the righteous, righteous's death is with the kiss, 
meaning that they lose the power of a contraction. Don't think that we just went over this for nothing. It's like, let's say, medicine. I go to a doctor, I get a medication, I don't know how it's working on me exactly, but I take it, and it works. Here's the same. We don't understand what's written here. We can't swallow it through the mind, through the feeling. We don't have the ready vessels for it, but we understand that what he wrote, he wrote from a very high place, which is why he has here a surrounding light, as it's written in the introduction to this, where they say that even when they don't understand what they're studying, they draw the light through the study, and it influences us, it corrects us, and it advances us. So it's good that we heard it. And we concluded the article of the meaning of conception and birth. Yes, have, uh, have, what is the contraction? Are you able to, can we uh, somehow explain this contraction? There are many interpretations. We agreed that we have learned all of this as a remedy. It's like a medicine. You heard it and it influenced you. It will influence, it influences you to such an extent that you will understand all those things by yourself, including contraction. It speaks of the will to receive, which is the matter of creation, the substance, and the contraction in the will to receive. Try to imagine that. Okay? Good. I don't think we need to ask women here. We will continue to the third part. Let's move on to the next part of the lesson, the study of the Tensefirot. La 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 la